0: Hi. Hello. Let's see. Venturers, Lynn Pham, Encouragers, and Fantasticals. Hello, everyone. I hope this video finds you well. People are really concerned about being healthy and staying healthy. And I wanted to talk about that in relationship to our emotional situation. Here with Unlin Venture, We really do try to support each felt before. I had no idea that this level of support and interaction ever existed and I absolutely love it. Hello for the person who joined us. Love to have you ask questions or comment or anything that you'd like to talk about. Love to hear from you. I'm worried about our emotional situation. So one of the problems that I experience very regularly is that I eat instead of deal with my emotions. So one of the things that I've been talking about is that um, if I do, if I have emotions and I eat instead of express those emotions, I am literally weighing myself down. So I don't want to weigh myself down. So I want to, hello, Craig. I want to be in a situation where I can fully express how I am feeling. And in this time right now, where there's so many emotions related to today and the future, I thought in in regard to talk more, to eat less, this might be a good thing to consider for today. One of the avenues that I thought about was it's very possible that people are thinking about things that have happened in their past as it relates to what's happening right now. So fear is a really tough emotion to handle and it's an easy one to eat over and we wanna not eat over our emotions. Hey Jenny, how you doing? And I I really think we need to figure out a way not to eat over our emotions. So if we, if right now we're being triggered over something that happened to us in the past, We need to work through that. And I've given you a few tips about how to work through emotions. But since the title of this live and all the lives are speak more to eat less, I think what we need to do is talk about how we're feeling. Maybe even talk about the experience that we had as a child that brought us feelings of fear and how it relates to today because what happens a lot of times is if we have an emotional situation, often we barely can think straight. We can barely even recognize what's happening to us. So I want to take just a minute to th- to for all of us to think, is there something that happened in my childhood that is being triggered by what's happening now? Feelings of fear, possibly feelings of concern for our health or our physical well-being. You know you know uh, our Shelly, who has been on two of the videos and she's having a baby. Well, this afternoon, I was starting to really get worried about her. She's kind of a person that we consider one of our own. I understand, Craig. Thank you. But you can talk about it and you can then eat less if you talk about it. I think talking about things is really crucial, and especially for someone who's male, being able to use words to communicate how they're feeling is really important. And we need to keep focusing on talking about how we're feeling and what's going on with us right now and how it relates to what happened in the past and possibly what may happen in the future. But we don't want to catastrophize or futurize anything but I was thinking about Shelly and how I was worried about her. Um, she tends to be um, someone who I would worry about. She's in my circle. I'm concerned about her. She's living off site. You know, she's not living here right now. I'm not seeing her a lot, right? A lot right now because she's, you know, she has her, her relationship with Scott. She's going to have a baby. And so this afternoon I sent her a text and I said, I am so glad that you have Scott in your life because with Scott, I feel very strongly that you will be okay and that you will be cared for and that you will be fine. He has a very strong family dynamic, and between him and his family, she'll be just fine. And I sent her that text and she responded and said, Yes, I'm really happy and I feel like that's gonna be fine and I'm gonna be fine and everything. But there are other people in our world who we may want to consider reaching out to because they may be having feelings of fear or concern about getting sick getting the virus, getting exposed. There are really so many things right now that are still unknown, even though a lot of resources are going into helping people feel like comforted and knowledgeable. There still is a lot of fear happening and fear is a very, very strong emotion. So we want to be behaving in a way that we're talking about how we feel. So, Craig, do you want to talk more about how you're feeling right now? Do you want to kind of get the ball rolling? So one of the things that I had talked about on the last live is if you want to say something, you could just put in a question mark because while you're typing, then I'll know that there's something coming. So consider doing that. You know, today's power word is teamwork. And I love that as a power word, because really what we need to be doing right now is working as a team. And it could be a team of one, like it could be just us working as our own team. We are our own cheerleader. We are our own consoler. We are our own preparer and our own planner, or it could be two people or three people or 10 people or whatever your circle is. But if it's one person, one person actually can make a difference at the rescue for yourself. Like we can take, Sierra Lynn Fincher, we take care of ourselves. Most of the people in this circle are not terribly um, inexperienced. Like we have experiences. We have been through things. And so we can look back and think, okay, well, I've had situations in the past, maybe not exactly like this, but I've had situations in the past that have been uncomfortable for one reason or another. And how did I... How did I deal with that? And how did it work out? Okay, could I do the same thing now? Could I behave the same way for it to work out? It seemed I'm feeling very calm. I'm feeling very confident. I feel very safe. I feel very secure. At the same time, I live with an 89 year old man who currently has pneumonia and bronchitis who just got out of the ER. Well, you want to know a place that's a just like a Petri dish for germs, that'd be the hospital. The hospital is the place <laughs> that you can get things. I mean, like so many people go into the hospital and they come out with staff or some other infection that they didn't have before they got there. So he could have already gotten coronavirus and brought it home to all of us. Anytime we could be getting it and then we could be giving it to him. Like he is in my home. I have one of the people they consider to be the highest risk because he does have um, chronic health conditions, plus he's a million years old, plus all that. Because I also have a lot of us, like one thing I heard them talking about is, you know, controlling the number of people. Well, at any given time, we're going to have six to 10 people in this house. So we, we have like a group of people and every person we meet, we could, we could um, what's it called, um, infect each other. Yes. Yes. Plus I have a health condition of diabetes and high blood pressure that makes me at higher, me at higher risk. So not only do I have my dad, but I also have me. So there are definitely some concerns. And I did get out my feelings, my feelings paper. And I was thinking, okay, what are my, what are my feelings right now? But I actually feel calm. So one of the feelings I feel right now is calm. I feel uh, free. I don't feel right now like I am running to the food for um, to eat away my feelings. I feel free. I feel calm. I feel free. I feel confident. Hi, Brady TV. How are you doing? Welcome. We're talking about... Um, speaking more to eat less and working on our feelings and talking about how we feel related to the current situation with the virus and potentially getting sick and how we feel about that. And it also triggering emotions or events in our past. We also probably need to, oh, I was talking about the the feelings list and I'll get back to that in a minute, but we also need to talk about futurizing. So I think in situations like this, I love uh, Brene Brown who talks about the um, story I'm making up. So a lot of times what we do is we create a story in our head that is completely not true and is not going to happen. And yet we make it up and then we go over it and over it and over it and over it and over it ad nauseum. And, And Brene Brown points out that that is not a good idea. And I will echo that, that that is not a good idea. So just like we don't wanna look to our past and get triggered, by what's happening now for past events, we also don't want to be thinking about the future and the terrible things that could happen and the catastrophes that can happen. We want to be using, thing, we use, using terms like, I am safe. I am fine. I'm going to be just fine. I'm fine right now. I'm fine today. I'm feeling good. Uh, you know, whatever. We're going to want to use ver- vocabulary and ver- verbiage that supports the position that we're in right now. As of right now, there are very few infected people anywhere in the in the United States. Very few infected people. Actually, I think I talked about in one of the videos, which may or may not be um, published yet, that one of our children just went to the epicenter in the nation, which is Washington. She was just in Seattle just a few weeks ago. She could have brought something home. She actually was at a friend's house last week, whose mother is getting tested today. She could have, brought, you know, she could have brought it home from then but we I, I really feel like, so I, I am in a situation I'm diabetic, high blood pressure. I'm an 89 year old man with pneumonia and bronchitis. I have a daughter who was just in Seattle. I'm in a prime condition to really catastrophize and really futurize and really get concerned. Oh yes. Really get concerned about what's happening, but that will not serve me, especially if I give into my emotions and then I eat over it. So Brady TV, if you are new here, know that this channel is I considered it to be I consider it to be a weight loss channel. Craig who you see in the chat actually considers it to be a motivational channel, but I am on a journey to be healthier. So I want to be drinking more water, I want to be eating better, I want to be getting more exercise, I want to practice fasting, and I want to be working on my emotions. So that's kind of, those are kind of my goals. And this is a time right now where all that could just be thrown out and just be tossed aside because of concern about the current crisis. But we don't don't want to get involved with that. We want to kind of keep going. Like I for sure want to eat in a way that will be most healthy for me. The healthier I can be, like I sent a text to the family one day last week and I said, hey, if this virus thing is happening, what I want everyone to do is get more sleep. So if you choose between school and sleep, you choose sleep. If you choose between like watching TV and sleep, you sleep. Like we want to be sleeping, but I want to be behaving in a way that will bring the most health to me. And overeating is not it because what happens is I have an emotion. I have just say fear. Just say I'm triggered by an event in my childhood. I have fear and I'm living in fear right now. If I go to the food and I overeat, that will decrease my health. Health. It will also make me feel bad. So maybe I'll feel guilty. Maybe I'll be embarrassed. Maybe I'll be ashamed. Maybe I'll be humiliated. Like I have a very public weight loss journey going on right now. So when I have, when I go into the the food based on emotion, It's a very public thing for me. So I have a lot of uh, negative. I could have a lot of negative emotions associated with that. And so then it becomes this crazy down, down, down cycle. And I I don't want to get involved with that. So right now I'm wanting to speak more to eat less. And I want to speak so that I'm fully processing my emotions related to current events so I'd love to know how you're doing. How are you doing? How are you handling this situation right now? Are you calm? Are you confident? Do you feel fine? Are you worried, concerned, nervous? Like, where are you? Please write in the comment section where you are. And if you're writing out a comment and um, it's like it's not popping up right now, just put an exclamation point for a comment or a question mark for a question so that I know that it's coming. Any, any feelings that you're having right now please just share them because I feel like even acknowledge recognizing that you're having a feeling, I think is the first step. So, so I tend to be a little bit more on the male side related to feelings than a lot of women. A lot of women have feelings, just boom, right there, just right there all the time. I don't happen to have my feelings right there as well. And if I am having a feeling often, I don't even recognize it. I don't recognize that I'm even having a feeling. So for me, I have to recognize it that I'm even having a feeling then I have to acknowledge the fact that I'm having a feeling and then I need to label the feeling and then I need to, you know, move on from there and try to process it. Okay. Craig, I'm calm and prepared. I'm so happy. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Since Craig is prepared, he doesn't have to fear. That's beautiful. I love that you're saying that. And I think that's very true. I also think that we cannot be prepared and still be calm because as we know, there's millions of people who are not prepared and and we don't need to get involved with being uncalm, whatever the opposite of that frantic or anything, because we can put ourselves in a position emotionally where we then make ourselves more vulnerable because stressed people get more sick. We know stressed people get more sick. So (laughs) we need to, to whether we're prepared or not prepared, we need to be able to be calm because if we're not calm and we're stressed, we're going to get more sick. So I wrote something down. Oh, okay. Living in a state of high stress for an extended period of time will actually make us more sick. It'll make us more apt to be sick or more prone to be sick. I was actually thinking about this. Because we're about progress and not perfection, we're wanting to be able to do better with our feelings One of the most beautiful things you can do to change feelings is to laugh. Like laughing really is. They talk about it being such a good medicine. Laughter is such a good medicine. It really is. And I was, when I was sitting preparing to go live, I was thinking about some of the parts in the videos that just make me laugh so hard. And some of them are old, like they're before video number 60. And so a lot of people who join the channel now, they don't even know that they exist because a lot of people like they'll join and they'll kind of watch forward, but they don't usually go back. And it's like, <laughs> okay, hang on. Sorry. I'm thinking about the one with the toilet paper. Okay. So we had, we were talking about and Let's see. I don't know what video number this is. Oh shoot. I, sh- I wish I had the video numbers because I could and and maybe I can overlay them on this video when it's no longer live, but when it's just published, I can maybe overlay it. But that was a funny video. Uh, We laughed so hard making that video. But things like that can help raise our feelings and raise our immunity. I think that I have a uh, playlist that has that, that contain videos with funny parts. And one of the things that I've noticed is a lot of times the funny parts. Or at the end, like at the end of the day. So you go through this drinking my water and eating my food and getting my exercise and, and doing the one thing I don't want to do every day and the power word. And, you know, I go through all that and then funny things happen at the end. But a lot of times, if people drop off, they never get to see the funny parts at the end. So, anyway, at least with the playlist that says the funny, that has funny parts in it, you can kind of watch that and see what you think about that. Uh, Let's see. What other things do we want to talk about? Um, People definitely are worried about getting sick. And one of the things that I wanted to ask is, do you think that holding on to emotions causes you to gain weight? You think that holding, holding, it's not just eating food, right? It's not just about eating food, but if we hold on to emotions, do we think that that helps us to gain more weight? And I think it does. I think absolutely eating emotions is very similar to eating food and working through our emotions is the most important part. So I, I, the other day I came on and I had had kind of an emotional day and I shared with you some of the emotions that I had and really it is very releasing and renewing and cathartic. It, it, it really made me feel like I could move on with the rest of the day. So, I'm going to seriously, very seriously encourage you to please try to speak. If, if today's the only day you do it, try to speak about the emotions that you're having right now. Uh, Craig is asking, doesn't it depend on the emotion? That's a good question. So, I guess usually when I'm talking about emotions, I'm mostly talking about negative emotions. I'm not sure that positive emotions lead us to eat more. Although that's not true because I talked about this in another video because, so I tend to be a little bit excitable and I, my mother used to always say, why are you so anxious? Why are you so anxious? And I don't know that I was really anxious as much as I kind of whipped, I whip around quite a bit. So like I can be extremely happy like I'm excited, I'm thrilled, I'm delighted, or I can be kind of down or I can be whatever. But I've noticed that whether I'm down, depressed, upset, high, happy, emotional, if I eat, food is like the perfect balancer for me. So so I can eat to calm myself either down from being you know, too excited or pull myself up from being upset. It's the leveler. It is the perfect leveler for me. So for me, it doesn't really depend on what emotion it is. It can be a positive emotion, it can be a negative emotion, and I'm more apt to eat over it. Um, and I seem to eat the same foods, no matter what the emotion is. I have obviously the typical comfort foods that I that I go to, which I really miss now. Like I Like I painfully miss now that I'm trying to eat so much healthier. And I was thinking the other day, I remember probably 20 years ago, I had a receipt and on it, it had all the things that I had purchased at the grocery store that did it was long. It was like $60. And I think I was single at the time and it had like ding dongs and Coke. And I can't remember what else, but tons of junk food kind of stuff. And like, I don't eat any of that anymore. But if I go to the fridge, like today I went to the fridge and I pulled out a cheese ball, a cheese ball. I mean, I don't have the go-to of my great emotion foods that I'm using right now, but it doesn't stop me from eating. So I think that even eating something that would be considered healthful to kind of calm down my emotions is still not good. Like I still want to be using my emotions and expressing my emotions and living through my emotions as opposed to trying to stop them as better than eating even the healthiest thing. Like I think it would be even better than trying to eat a carrot. Like if I'm going to if I'm going to eat because of my emotions, I'm probably better off eating a carrot. But I think the higher law would be not eating anything at all would be even better than eating a carrot. So I guess my goal and my goal on the channel would be to move in a direction where we're not eating at all to try to Affect our emotions, whether they're negative or positive. Does that answer your question, Craig? Okay, let's see. I'll go back to my emotions list because that's kind of where we started. So there's tons of them. And on here, it's like open, um, open, happy, alive, good, love, interested, positive, strong. Those are the categories. And then there's words underneath it to help express how we're feeling. Let's see. And then um, we have difficult or unpleasant experience. So those were pleasant feelings. And then you have difficult or unpleasant feelings angry, depressed, confused, helpless. And then words under that indif- indifferent, afraid, hurt, or sad. So just say right now, if people are feeling afraid, some of the words related to afraid are fearful, terrified, suspicious, anxious, alarmed, panic, nervous, scared, worried, frightened, timid, shaky, restless, doubtful, threatened, cowardly, quaking, menaced or wary um they do they have one? oh okay, so on the good, so I would be right now in the um oak oh, the the good category, my feelings would be. Calm, peaceful, at ease, comfortable, pleased, encouraged, well, whatever, content, uh, relaxed, serene, free and easy, and reassured. Okay, let's see. Craig does not agree, but that's okay. It's how you are processing. Okay, I would love to hear the part that you don't agree with. And I'd also love to know um, what, in what way you process. So, do you wanna, Craig, do you wanna say those things? what, what thing you don't agree. And then, um, how you process cause that could be helpful because just because I'm doing it one way doesn't in any way mean that that's the way someone else should do it. It's just an idea. Like the way that I'm processing is way better than not processing at all, even though it's not, it could not be the ideal. Well, and I, we didn't actually talk a lot about the processing part we have on other videos, but I don't think we talked a lot about it. We can speak, we can write. Um, oh, I was talking about physical activity. A lot of times, using physical activity can help us process through an emotion. Anything we do, it just it just can't be ignore mode. Like that's what my husband and I call it when it's kind of like the um, what you call it um, in the sand. You know, you have your head in the sand. Um, I've forgotten what that's called. But anyway, we call it ignore mode here at the house where you try to ignore that anything's even happening. Like we don't want to get into ignore mode in any way. Okay, Craig says I don't emotionally eat. right. Okay. So if you don't emotionally eat, well, and not only that, but not only do you not emotionally eat, but also there are people who are very good at expressing how they feel and what they think all the time. And so they don't end up with any kind of baggage or leftover emotions because they are talking about them and sharing them all the time, all through their experiences. And so that changes. That's that's like not emotionally eating and expressing the way that you feel all the time. Those are both total game changers. Okay. Well, thank you very much, everyone. I really appreciate being live today. I felt like I really wanted to share some ideas about ways that we can work through our emotions. And also, I think it's good for me to say right now that I acknowledge and I honor the fact that you could be having negative emotions right now. And I understand that. And I encourage you to move to a place of having positive emotions whatever you can do, humor is wonderful. If you can find some humor in your life to try to increase your your current emotional status, your current emotional situation. Also try to be using words that are positive. Think about all the power words that we have. Think about teamwork. Like I've heard a lot on the news outlets that talk about teamwork and you've got like public private enterprises getting together. You have, I've heard a lot about churches, getting involved in a grassroots effort to help people with food and with housing and with doctor's appointments. And so lots and lots of teamwork is happening right now. And I love that there's lots of teamwork happening right now. So any kind of positive words that you can use, like, like, for example, I am calm. I feel calm. I I'm, i I can live through this situation comfortably. And really and truly think about some of the other situations that you've lived through. Like I, one of the things that I think about often, and (laughs) I mean, really often, whenever something gets really hard for me, I think about when I went through a divorce. That was literally the hardest experience that I have ever been through in my whole entire life. And somehow I made it through that experience. And so I feel like if I made it through that experience, I can make it through this experience as well. And so our past experiences can help us to realize, I did that, I can do this. Okay, so I just want to say, you matter. I have to always give my you matter. You matter. Like, what you do matters, and how you feel matters. And the fact that you walk away from food instead of eating more food, it matters every single time you do it. Just say you have 100 opportunities to eat instead of speak. And even one time you speak instead of eat, it matters. It is worth it. Every step we can make towards better health matters. You matter. I matter. I totally matter. We matter. The people at will Venture matter. Our circle matters. And we can be here together because we can be stronger together. 100%. We can be stronger together. And I will see you next time I go live, or tomorrow when you watch another video, or later tonight when you watch the videos about the funny parts.